Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Welcome to Topic B. During oral arguments before the U.S. Supreme Court regarding a case about whether social networks are liable for recommending terrorist content, the justices stumbled on a separate cutting-edge legal debate. Who should be at fault when AI chatbots go awry? I have questions. A lot of questions. Let's start with the easy stuff. Can an AI chatbot... And, you know, everybody's kind of taken a look at, you know, chat GPT and a host of other similar ones that everybody's rushing to market. While they do have some benefit, it's not so much what you have now, it's what's coming. Because like anything, the first iteration of anything is okay and may have some use, but it's the third or fourth or fifth one when they really hone in and tweak it their breakthroughs and they make progress is where you start to get worried. We reported here maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, can AI fight an ethical war? We asked that question. Now I'm wondering, and I'm keeping it simple, can artificial intelligence, can it plagiarize and pass it off as its own? Can it, is it just getting and mixing together content to give someone? Is that what it is? And if that's the question, somebody please define remixing content. When is it an original work? What does that mean? Can an AI chatbot create an original work that is truly original? And if so, who owns it? What if it does something or inspires or encourages or otherwise influences somebody to do something wrong or hideous? Then who's liable? Right now we're talking about First Amendment rights and intent. Can an AI chatbot have intent? I don't think so. What what is what is intent? What does that mean? Don't know. So let's talk about this. One of the Justice Neil Gorsuch posited at the session that the legal protections that shield social networks from lawsuits over user content, which the court is directly taking up for the first time may not apply to work that's generated by AI, and they specifically said, like the popular chat GBT bot. Artificial intelligence generates poetry, he said. It generates polemics today that would be content that goes beyond picking, choosing, analyzing, or digesting content. And that is not protected. This is not settled law by any means. And it may require Congress and our legislators to grapple with it. But first, they need to kind of deal with more important stuff like, I don't know, privacy issues and what big data gets in terms of our information and our privacy. That would be a wonderful start before we get here. And we've dealt with AI before. We talked here on this program about facial recognition and how a number of police departments stopped using the AI-enhanced facial recognition software because it was getting it wrong so many times. Now, here we go with the next layer, the next level. The question is, could this impact entire business models? I mean, Google's rushing an AI bot out there. Microsoft is incorporating uh, OpenAI's chat bot in there. What happens? Do you get to sue them? And if so, if you don't have, if you don't have motive, how do you prove? How do you prove damage? How do you prove industry? How do you prove standing if something that AI chatbot does 
or manipulates or otherwise puts out there, somebody takes and runs with it. Do they have liability? And if so, who is they? Are these considered artificial people like corporations are under the legal framework of things? And if so, does it have certain rights? I don't know. We're, I mean, I'm just taking this logical conclusion. If they're going to be held liable, then what does that mean? Is it the creators? Is it the company that the creators work for? Is it the software that operates it? Is it the algorithms and logarithms that control it? Is it the information as it quote unquote learns, you know, which may morph even beyond the wildest dreams of the creators. And there's been a case of that cases of that where it learned uh, as malicious players manipulated it to do and say bad things. And the company had to take it offline. When does this become pro Maybe this is product liability. Maybe this is not even First Amendment at all. Maybe this is a product that the creators should be liable for should it go wrong. And then if that's the case, who puts up the guardrails of what's right or wrong? How do we know what that is? I mean, that's a question. I'm not sure that we're not even sure how to begin to answer, but... Already, Google and Microsoft are embracing a future in which search engines just don't return a list of links to users' queries, but generate direct answers. And here's the problematic part, even converse with users. This is not just a set, set of phrases that it responds to, but freestyling in real time. But based on what? I mean, I've got a lot of questions about basis, intent, manipulation, who is at fault? Who is responsible? Who's going to hold these things in check? What can a, this bot do and not do legally? We don't have an answer for that yet. And I'm not sure that we're even ready for the conversation. For you all that feel that maybe this is a whole bunch to do about nothing, consider this. As we continue to be a society where we are creating assistance and aids that may transcend our ability to think, act, respond, create. At some point, somebody somewhere is going to need to either engineer in, uh, legislate, or otherwise specify the boundaries for these things. Because right now, it's the Wild West. There are no boundaries other than the boundaries that the companies who've created these and released them to the public have set. And like anything else with good intentions, you release it out into the wild, it's liable to return in a form you don't even recognize, much less even considered in terms of its design. You can easily say, well, we never designed it to do that, but guess what? Boom, here it is. It's doing that. What does that mean? They talk a lot about Section 230, which is the legal protections that the tech industry hides behind when it comes to being responsible for those things that people put on their sites that they may or may not curate that does not hold them personally liable. Is an AI chatbot, does it qualify? Somebody's going to have to spell that out. So in some legal circles, they said Section 230 will not protect JetGPT unless Congress or the courts step in. Others say it's a massive chill on innovation. And still another says a better approach may be for Congress to grant AI tools temporary immunity, allowing the booming sector to grow unfettered while studying a longer term solution that provides partial but not blanket immunity. I say no to that. Nuh -uh. No, no, there needs to be guardrails. There needs to be guidelines. 
We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 